back, everybody. This is QC Fantasy. My name is Graham Rogers, joined by my two favorite co-hosts, as always, Taylor Story, Chris Hayes. How are we today, fellas? How's it going, everybody? We're doing great. We're awesome today. Let's let's get this show on the road. Yeah, diving into uh, AFC North here today. But before we get to breakdown of players, positions, projections, all the good stuff, let's talk about a little NFL news. touch on and monitor so first up guys antonio gibson uh, minor hamstring hamstring injury um we've we've had discussions about gibson where he falls what in the world the commanders are doing um i know even in our last episode we kind of talked about some of these hamstring injuries that pop up in you know training camp or the preseason uh so what do we think here something to monitor is this affecting how you're approaching this backfield at all coming up in drafts hey i called it last week hamstring injuries in training camps is going to be the only one I'm worried about. And I'm not, I mean, I'm not going to overreact, but it's just now something to keep an eye on with uh, hamstring injuries and how they like to linger. Yeah, I mean, I was already staying away from Washington kind of to begin with. Um, not, I used to be a big Antonio Gibson, Gibson fan, but based on how Washington has used them in the, the last few years and I mean, the hamstring thing should should be fine. Like we're per, still pretty far out from from the season, but I mean, Washington is probably going to be abysmal this year. So screw it. I uh, I'm actually okay with this news coming out. Honestly, um, I'm okay with Gibson dropping a little bit. I am getting exposure to kind of all three of the running backs in this backfield. Um, just because on the off chance, one of them actually steps up and is, you know, a dude this year. Um, so anything that can make these guys cheaper, uh, in some of these best ball drafts I'm doing, I'll do, but it definitely makes you nervous Taylor. Like we talked about with the hamstring injuries, like those can pop up during the year. Um, it just takes, takes one play. Um, Next news note, looking at DK Metcalf, uh, apparently his absence at camp right now is not excused. Um, I know there was a foot injury that was playing into this, but also know he was at some voluntary workouts back in May. Um, so what are we looking at here with Metcalf? I can't wait to look at him in the green and gold jersey on week one. That's all I'll say. <laughs> uh, there, are, there are rumors about Metcalf uh, wanting out of his rookie deal moving forward and base we're really going to find out what seattle wants in in the next few months i mean if they go ahead and trade metcalf um you know they're signaling signaling a full rebuild um but it's either that or they're going to try and build around him and and tyler lockett again which isn't isn't really the stereotypical way building around two receivers versus building around a quarterback um but, but we'll see it's definitely something to keep an eye on i was surprised when i saw the news if you asked me if um if the roles were i would have thought the roles would be reversed i would have thought Debo samuel would be the one that didn't show up and metcalf would have but but here we are yeah. turn tables <laughs> yeah i have a similar to 
the Washington backfield. Like I, I have drafted a good bit of DK Metcalf, and honestly, it was partially based off of where he's falling, which is wide receiver 22, um, and just banking on some of the talent there, but also on the off chance that if he goes pretty much anywhere else in the league, um, he's probably got a better quarterback situation. And if you put DK Metcalf, I mean, like let's play fantasy land here, Taylor, where he ends up in wide receiver one. Green Bay or somewhere else. I don't have to else. finish the sentence. I mean, it's... Oh, okay. Listen to the guys he's getting drafted behind, though, that if he moves teams, like, he's behind Terry McLaurin, Jerry Judy, Deontay Ooh. Johnson, Corlin Sutton, Marquise Brown, DJ Moore, Jalen Waddle, Michael Pittman. Like, those are guys I think he pretty easily jumps over if he goes almost anywhere that has a decent quarterback. I mean, yeah, if Metcalf gets straight to the Packers, he's probably the our wide receiver one this year. Yeah, I mean, I, he, he be like, let's speculate. He's he's top five easily, 100%. I mean, lock it in. I'm going to feel like an idiot with me trading away DK Metcalf a couple weeks ago, even though it's still a good trade. I'd still feel stupid. <laughs> yeah, so definitely something to monitor. Um, I don't mind picking up pieces of him right now or even, even trading for him. Like, at this point, you're in Dynasty. Like, you're buying him at his absolute lowest, whether they get a new quarterback next year or whether he moves teams and ends up in a better situation. So I'm... I'm okay with it. Um, if, if DK goes to the Packers, I'm buying a, a Metcalf jersey day one. I mean, I'm going to pre-order one. I don't well, you heard it here for a second. Don't doubt that for a second. So uh, I know we'll talk a little bit more about this, but uh, Najee Harris um, saying he won't be on the field at every play next year. Uh, direct quote, I am taking time off. I know he's also news reports about him putting on about 14, 15 pounds from you know what he was weighed in at last year. So um, we'll get more into this. But guys, any quick thoughts here before we dive into the North? Uh, we're not going to see 10 catch games from him anymore, probably. So I think this, I mean, it's just him saying it in the off season, but right off the surface, it kind of puts me off of the games that are going to be saved by having those catches. Maybe so those, we're going to see a lot more games that are going bad, stay bad, as opposed to maybe catching five balls in the fourth quarter at the end of a game. So just, a, just a quick thought. Yeah, I mean, Najee, he's... I wouldn't be too concerned. Like, the volume is still going to be there for him. And if the Steelers are going to have success, they need to get the ball into into his hands. So he can say all of these things, but if they want to win games, he's going to he's gonna have to contribute. Um, and the weight thing, I mean, he didn't sound too concerned about it, um, but he's also just talking to uh, to the media. Yeah, I think, though, I think the weight thing is stupid. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll hold off till we get a little farther down um, to talk about that backfield and, and kind of what else is there and, and what the volume might actually look like. Okay, so sticking with the Steelers news now, uh, sounds like Mitch Trubisky is the clear number one through minicamp, um, according to some of the beat reporters. I know we'll touch more on this um, in just a minute with the Steelers, so we will circle back to that one, guys, so hold on to it. But um other news, Kyron Williams in L.A. Um, has a fractured foot, should be back. Um, and then also Daryl Henderson uh, out with some time with a soft in- soft tissue injury that flared up about three weeks ago. You guys know my love affair with Cam Akers. Um, so anything here, I mean, we've talked hamstring. This is soft tissue. Um, I'm all in on Akers. This just is going to reinforce my point on the Akers hype train. I don't think this would move up. Acres like it might a Gibson injury and like McKissick personally. I don't think these, especially Kieran Williams, wasn't going to do anything anyway. If he's out for a while, they're just going to bring in someone else. And 
Henderson, I'm not even worried about with his injury. There's plenty of time for something like that to heal. Um, I, 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 I don't, Akers hasn't moved to me with this news, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, Kyron Williams is coming in as the third, the third back. Um, I mean, it's not, it's not really affecting Akers as, as long as, as long as Akers is healthy. Um, you know, I'm, I'm more interested, interested to see what, uh, what the Rams do between Henderson and, and Akers this year when both are healthy. Like, is there going to be a, a a split between the two, or is one guy going to get the whole workload? Now, in the in the past, it's been one workload for, uh, one big workload for, for one guy, but let's just kind of wait and see. But I, if Kyron Williams is healthy, he's probably more of a special teams guy this year. So, I appreciate the viewpoints. I'm not, like, elevating Akers just because of this news. I already had him higher than most, I think, but I will say, if it was the other way around and Akers had some fractured foot or some soft tissue injury, everybody would be freaking out and saying his career was over. So um, I will throw that out there, but I'm sticking with Akers. So now that we're off that subject, guys, let's dive into the AFC North breakdown. offense just kind of took off end of last year and into the playoffs you know burrow starting to look like the real deal coming off his injury um from the previous year and then we know this wide receiver core is one of if not the best in the league so uh talk to me about what we can expect here because we did see their pass rate increase over the last few games going into the playoffs can we expect that um and then if we can what is joe mixon's workload looking like in the backfield i love mixon love his age um love that he showed he could stay healthier last season and then we obviously saw what he could do i think maybe you can attribute that to the passing attack and just a little less focus on the run game uh so he's not just i mean he's not getting beat up as much and maybe they're not having to use him as much and he's just being more efficient um so i i do like mixon still as a as a top option i mean he, I, I think he's another locked and loaded rb1 for sure um as far as the wide receivers go, I mean, Chase, obviously top top three this year, no doubt. Um, Higgins, if he can stay healthy, he was, a, he was a top 15 guy in points per game. So if he can stay healthy and play more games than he did last year, I mean, they're going to they're gonna have one of the best chances in the league as a, for a two wide receiver ones, as, I mean, as good as anybody. And even Tyler Boyd's going to be a serviceable, serviceable wide receiver three, most likely. You're going to be able to play him some weeks, you know, even grab him off the waivers, most likely. Um, or a good dynasty buy for a vet team that's that needs fillers and vets to help them get them over the top and fill those bye weeks and give them more chances to win games. So I, I really like everybody all around here. Yeah, I think the Bengals offense is going to really, not that they didn't last year, but they're really going to take off. This year, um, they've they've upgraded the offensive line with uh, Lyle Collins, a right tackle, and a, and they'll get a healthy Jonah Williams for hopefully the entire year, which is obviously really going to help Joe Burrow because we saw how much how much pressure he was under, especially in the playoffs with teams with a good pass rush. Um, Jamar Chase is 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 amazing. I mean, he he's just he's such a talent, um, potential to be wide receiver one this year. Um, I have. For my superlatives, I have him having the, the best fantasy game of 
of the season. T. Higgins is outstanding. If he can stay healthy, we'll see about the shoulder. Um, and I agree with you, Taylor, about the Tyler, Tyler Boyd. He'll be a, a solid wide receiver three, um, but he will have – you know, he will have upside, especially if mm-hmm. anything ever happened to Higgins or Chase. you got to upgrade him. Um, and I think the improved offensive line will help Joe Mixon a ton as well. If all of these guys stay healthy, you know, this, this is an offense you want a part of. Yeah, I think the, the offensive line upgrades were huge. And then, you know, we talk about in the AFC West on our last show, just just say yes, even at ADP with where you got to get these guys. Um, you know, Joe Burrow last year, QB8, Jamar Chase, wide receiver five, T. Higgins, wide receiver 24 with some injuries, Tyler Boyd, wide receiver 31. So you're talking about wide receiver one, two, three, and then don't forget Joe Mixon at RB4. So you're talking about QB1, wide receiver one, two, three, and a running back one in the same offense. Plus we saw CJ Ozoma break out as a tight end as well. Um, and then they do bring in Hayden Hurst from Atlanta. Um, honestly, he's pretty affordable if you're going to punt tight end in some drafts or if you pick one of the top guys and then wait till late. Um, Hurts is definitely a guy that you can pick up. Yeah, he'd be, I mean, he'll have a few games where he can be serviceable, but he's going to be one of those guys that is going to be extremely hard to predict what games, like you're not going to be able to predict it. It's just going to happen and you're either going to get lucky or you're not. I don't think he's an every week option for sure. There's just too many other yeah. mouths to feed that are a lot better than Hurst. But I mean, he'll be a, he'll be a decent tight end too to have on your team if you have two tight ends on your roster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not pulling the trigger or waiting on him to be my my tight end one, but um, definitely an option. Um, again, that's in a really good offense. So, and then if we are concerned about the T Higgins shoulder or, you know, forbid anything happens to any of the wide receivers, you, you've got the third option there in Cincinnati because it's, it's not a super, super deep wide receiver core past, obviously those three that are unbelievably talented. Um, anything else on the Bengals guys, other than say yes to pretty much everything. Yeah. Just, just say yes. Easy. Very easy. All right. The next three may not be as easy to do that with. First, we will get to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, you know, we talked about the news with Trubisky versus Pickett. Um, Trubisky being number one right now. Um, so how do we think this is going to play out in camp? And then talk to me about how that may affect the pass catchers in the offense, both wide receivers um, and then Friar Muth at tight end as well. I actually really like the spot for Trubisky, especially with Mike Tomlin, he's just got so much experience with getting the best out of really? out of his players. And I, I think Trubisky will, unless if Pickett really performs in training camp, I do think Trubisky will be the day one starter. And then it's kind of on him. Um, I think if the Steelers are successful and they're winning games, he's gonna he's gonna remain the starter. But if things start to go south, then and you know they may miss the playoffs. And, you know we we may see Pickett. Um, but right now, Pickett's list is the third quarterback on on the depth chart. He's getting third string reps behind Trubisky and and Mason Rudolph. Um, George Pickens had very nice things to say about Trubisky, but uh, but I do expect Trubisky to be the day one day one starter, unless if Pickett really performs in in training camp. Yeah, it's I, I almost. Just want to stay away from both of them if I can. Um, pick it for dynasties, fine. If you're taking them in super flex, somewhere in the middle of the first round, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get too high on them. Um, 
just because it's not the best of situations. Uh, I mean, do they even want to pay Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool? I mean, they drafted George Pickens and Calvin Austin. So I I'm honestly don't know what they're doing and for the future. I, I couldn't I couldn't even guess what their plans are uh, and how they're going to improve and be a top team again. I mean, it's probably going to have to come to the defense, which certainly doesn't help fantasy. Um, Briar Muth, I, I, I like, I'll be fine with, uh, if he's like my, if I'm punting on tight end and I get him as my tight end one, like I'm fine with that. That's basically my, my outlook on Friar Muth. Um, uh, I get better upgrades in other positions and I've got him late. He's going to be not so much in that Hayden Hurst territory. Um, but he'll be a little more serviceable, a little more predictable as like a low end tight end one, probably by the end of the season, total points wise, I'd say. I think as long as Trubisky is starting, I think that's a good thing for Deontay and Fryermuth. Um, because I mean, Mitch is going to need that safety blanket mm-hmm. for sure. I, I think Mitch starting is not good for Chase Claypool and it's probably not good for George Pickens either but i mean we really have to see where the rookies kind of set set it uh you know set in but I yeah, I, it's yeah you know i think I, i'm really unsure about trubisky like i i do think he's a better option than say what roethlisberger was last year right um and you know even in matt Nagy's first year in chicago uh per game mitch trubisky finished as a qb1 he was qb11 per game in Nagy's first year in 2018 so we've seen it he's got some of the running capability or he did you know in 2018 2019 that kind of helped out some of his fantasy stats and you know I'm not super high on Deontay and Claypool, but I don't know if it can get much worse than what they were dealing with at quarterback with Ben Roethlisberger over the past couple of years. Um, You know, I think maybe Deontay drops a little bit because he was getting all of those short passes from Big Ben who couldn't throw the ball farther than 10 yards. So maybe his targets drop, but like you guys said, the the franchise, I, I trust this franchise, but the way they're building right now and not committing to wide receivers who I think are talented, but they just can't find anybody to throw them the ball. Um, So talk to me again a little bit about the Najee Harris stuff, because as much as I hear it, I understand it. He, they don't want him carrying the ball so much or getting hit so much. We've seen some of these big time running backs get injured. When I look at the depth chart behind him and look at Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland, um, those aren't guys that I think of as like handcuff guys or guys that I want. We're not going to compare either of those guys to a Tony Pollard or an Alexander Madison. So when and where do we think Najee Harris is coming off the field and they're going to plug in Snell or McFarland, maybe for pass blocking, but are they really going to rely on Trubisky that much to try to win them games? I mean, the Steelers, I mean, if they didn't want Najee touching the ball so much, they should have either drafted, uh, or, or targeted a uh, a a a competent run, backup running back in free agency. Like Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland are they, they suck. Like there's no two ways about it. Like Benny smells he's more likely to fall down backwards than 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 pick a hole to run through. Like it's it's a joke. Like they say, Aji, but you don't have like a competent backup that you, that you can turn to. Um, 
And if you want to have success, if you want to win games, you have to keep Najee involved and let him get rhythm. It's just, it's counterproductive. Yeah, I think they, they spell him a little bit. Um, keep him fresh. Maybe we're talking middle of, middle of drives, middle of quarters, where it's, you know, you're not coming down to like a two-minute drill or you're past the 50. I think it's going to be on their side of the field. Uh, they might take them off a play, maybe a second down or something, even a first down, maybe just get some other guy in there where they're passing, which could, you know, it could be bad football wise if they're showing their hand when Najee's not on the field, then, you know, they're probably going to pass, but we're not going to get into coaching. Um, I still think that he's going to be pretty good for fantasy. I mean, he'll probably finish an RB one. Let's be honest. Uh, maybe this means he's a little fresher. He's a little more. Uh, consistent like we saw with Joe Mixon, it keeps him fresh, and then next thing you know, he's RB four, um, and he's and he misses what one game I think Mixon missed. He played. Sixteen games, say the least. Yeah. Um. All right. Enough there on the Steelers. Let's move on. On to the Browns, the contracts that have been handed out to wide receivers was a great deal to get him. Um, and then we also talked about in a Whether Deshaun's in or out, I still like Nick Chubb. The line is still really outstanding. Um, so I still like Nick Chubb quite a bit. Um, but these pass catchers, if if Watson is playing, Amari Cooper is is a high-end wide receiver too, in my opinion. And if he's not... It's oof, I, I've, I I don't even know I I don't I definitely don't trust Jacoby Brissett. I think Cooper is still at least a wide receiver too. No matter who's throwing the ball, I think it depends if he's going to be high or low. Who is whether it even you know if it's Watson, he could very well be wide receiver one. If it's even Baker Mayfield, who's still on the team, uh, although he was dismissed like Jimmy G, but this time just not for injury. They just didn't want him there because they hate his guts for some reason. Um, he could be a high-end wide receiver. If it's if it's Brissett, he's probably going to be a low-end wide receiver, wide receiver too, surely off of volume. Uh, like you said, Nick Chubb, I feel like Nick Chubb, I feel like is locked and loaded no matter what. Um, if you're in Dynasty, this is probably the perfect year to sell him. Once the season starts and it gets going, I, I wouldn't really want him further than this, to be honest. 
Um, and that's, I mean, Najoku, I've said my piece on Najoku. I think he got overpaid for no reason. I, I'm just not a big fan. He Maybe he'll crack at the tail end of tight end one, and that's because after tight end seven, it's basically a wasteland, and you get lucky if you finish the tight end one. So that's that's kind of where I'm at. I love Kareem Hunt, though. I mean, I've got 11 shares of him, so I'll always be on Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I think I'm anticipating Brissett being the starter for the majority of the year, half if not more um, at this point, just with the way things are looking. And again, just potentially trying to avoid landmines of Amari Cooper's ADP or, you know, looking at Donovan Peoples-Jones, um, David Bell, kind of where they're going. Um, you know, I think Jacoby Brissett is serviceable, but like you guys talked about with Cooper, and I don't think any any of those wide receivers are going to get close to a wide receiver one. Um, Cooper's going off right now, at least according to underdog and some of these best ball drafts at wide receiver 24. So literally right there at the back end of a wide receiver two, um, especially with some of the question marks. Yeah, that's fair. I do always like Nick Chubb. I mean, I think as far as like a pure running back goes, like one of the best in the league right up there with mm-hmm. Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor. Um, but obviously in fantasy, especially with us kind of looking at PPR uh, leagues and that's the majority of what we play in, um, it's a lot harder to push him up there to where we're talking about like the Mixon and the Najee Harris and some of those guys. Um, and then, yeah, the Kareem Hunt stuff is going to be interesting to watch. Uh, he could definitely get a boost depending on where he goes if it's a backfield with, you know, maybe a place where he can carve out even more of a role than maybe he had in Cleveland. Yeah, I think he, he can't go down, right? So if you like where his value is at now, you're going to probably like it even better if he gets moved anywhere, right? So if you're taking him where he's going now, totally fine with it and even be excited about it. I'm good with that. I think we'll we'll leave the less the rest of the uh, speculation with the Browns for for a later show, depending on on what news breaks uh, coming up in the in the next couple of months. So, moving on then to the Baltimore Ravens, um, definitely some fantasy points in this offense. Um, it's just where exactly is it going to be? Is it all going to be with Lamar and Mark Andrews? Or are we going to get other valuable pieces here? Um, so, guys, talk to me about kind of that. Uh, you know, how all this is going to play out. Are there going to be enough passes thrown? And then if we look past Mark Andrews and Rashad Bateman, things get pretty thin um, in the receiving core. Um, So talk to me about that. And then we'll dive into kind of the running back room and how that looks. Well, I mean, it's, it's tough because like the Ravens probably aren't, they're probably going to stick to, to what they do best. And that's, that's run the ball. Um, but when they do pass, kind of the nice thing is that there's really only two guys that they're going to be targeting. I, Mark Andrews is going to have just a gigantic target share this year, probably one of the highest in the league based on what's available for Lamar to throw to. Um, we'll see about Rashad Bateman. Um, it's 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 kind of make or break for for him. I know it, what is it his second? This is his second season, right? Same Andrews. Or Bateman. Bateman. Oh, yeah. This will be his second year. Yeah, I mean, it'll be tough because he's probably still finding himself as an NFL receiver, but he's going to get thrust into that number one role and expect to to play like it. But Mark Andrews is going to command a a gigantic target share this year, probably the highest of his career. Yeah, Mark Andrews is my fantasy MVP still. I don't think that's going to change at all unless knock on wood injury. Uh, he he's gonna get all the targets. I mean, it his 
doesn't matter how much they're going to throw. Mark Andrews is going to get his right, even though they're saying that they want to throw more. Lamar wants to be more respected as a as a thrower. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out with with one less pass catcher than they had last year. So that that'll be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, Andrews is going to get his. I think he's the tight end one easily. Uh, I think Bateman breaks out this year. I, I think Lamar is going to take a step forward as a thrower and just be more accurate, more efficient. Uh, he's going to have. I think he's going to get a little closer to having uh, more lopsided for the passing touchdowns as opposed to trying to do it all with his legs. Although he's still going to do that. I mean, him around the red zone might be the most deadliest player in the league, if not top 10 easily. So he's still going to look to run, but I I like Bateman and Andrews getting theirs this year and and being top options at their position. I think you you lock in Lamar as a QB one, like we know we can do with his legs, uh, like you just mentioned in the red zone. And if he can take that next step as a passer, um, which he has been improving throughout his career so far, um, it spells good things for Bateman and for Mark Andrews. Um, I did drop Andrews below. Kelsey, as far as tight end one, I think the only reason is really the offense, right? There's there's just going to be so many more plays, um, so many more passes in that Chiefs offense, and not knowing who the clear-cut wide receiver one is, even though I know you guys are both high on Juju, um, I think I just I bumped Kelsey up, but I've still got Andrews at two, and if he finished one, I would not be surprised at all. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, again, we talked about the wide receiver room after that. It's Devin DuVernay, James Prost, Tylen Wallace. Um, you know, I just I just don't know what's there, if there are enough passes there. Um, you know, I've taken some shots on DuVernay at literally the last round in some best ball drafts um, just because I do think Lamar is good and this offense is going to score points, but not something I'm going to want in my redraft leagues or dynasty at this point. Um, so... Now the fun part, right? We had this backfield last year that just completely imploded with injuries. Um, we had, you know, the ghost of Le'Veon Bell and a couple other guys playing in this backfield. So um, how do we see this backfield playing out? Dobbins back healthy, Gus Edwards back healthy. They bring in Mike Davis, draft Tyler Beatty. Um, I think all the Justice Hill truthers might just have to, you know, give it a rest at this point. But um you know, what are we seeing here? Are we seeing a 50-50 split? Are we seeing something different? Can Dobbins be a workhorse like people thought he might be when he came out of college? I envision a 60-40 split. 60 for Dobbins, 40 for Gus. Um, from the back, from the backs, if we throw Lamar in, Lamar in there, it's, it'll get a lot more convoluted. But that's probably what it's going to shake out to be. Yeah, I was, ad- I was admittedly low on Dobbins' uh last year a little before the injury and then i was uh sadly able to take a mini victory lap when he went down although i don't count that as a victory lap it, it stinks for him but uh, i'm i'm warming up to him the fact that they didn't really do anything that that worries me in the off season for him even though he's coming off the injury um i think he's going to be north of north of maybe 55 60% of the of the rushing touches and that's just because lamar is going to take a good chunk as well so I think he's going to be the workhorse running back in that backfield minus Lamar easily. Um, I've recently got him as an RB2, which I'm very excited about in Dynasty. Uh, It's actually my first Dobbins share, so um, I'm ready and I'm kind of hopping on the train and I'm putting my money where my mouth is with what I think of Dobbins and um, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm I'm excited for the guy. Is Dobbins the receiving back? Do we think? Mm, 
no, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if there is a really have one. Yeah, Lamar's. Yeah, yeah. a check down to a running back's got to be like what the fourth, fifth option in that offense behind running yeah, it. Lamar, Lamar running it yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm. I, okay. That's one of the things in this offense I'm not worried about. Yeah. Yeah, I think you guys hit right on it of Lamar kind of taking some of these carries away from these guys. Um, I, I do like Dobbins as a player, but if we're looking at maybe a 60-40 split, um, especially in, again, going back to some of these drafts I'm in right now, you know, do I pay up for Dobbins at an ADP right around 57, or I can get Gus Edwards with an ADP of 170. Um, so if I'm looking at grabbing a couple running backs early or waiting for Dobbins, rather just grab the early running backs the top tier guys and then wait for like gus edwards um in what round i don't know 13 14 there um so just because we don't know what are they going to do in the red zone is it going to be edwards dobbins a split who's going to get those important carries um for touchdowns uh anything else you guys want to touch on with the ravens here oh i think we can trust the top options and that's about it I think you can trust Gus Edwards at his EP as well. I'll, I'll let, at, I'll let you live on that island. I'm, I'm not at, touching any other running backs. Even still. I've... At ADP, I'm good with him. All right, fellas. It is time for hot takes for the AFC North. Who wants to kick us off? Why don't you kick us off? Never, you never and go first. I was hoping... I was hoping you would not ask that because honestly, I am still All thinking right. through I them. I got because... mine then. I got mine on lockdown. Um, uh-huh. I think uh, there's going to be, or Deshaun Watson is going to start the least amount of games in Cleveland this year at the quarterback position. And if I want to take it a step further and just be absolutely hot, I don't, I don't think he plays a game for Cleveland or maybe even a game for the NFL ever again. I think what's going on right now is. The NFL is, we've seen them move towards uh, a good image for them. And this is quite possibly the worst image. Um, I mean, we saw Calvin Ridley get suspended a year for betting on his team to win when he was not playing. And he got a year. And we see what Trevor happened to Trevor Bauer in the MLB. He got two years for this and similar situation, albeit less people. Um, and maybe a little more serious, a little more evidence. Um, but still, I don't think that was ever really, um, you know, he wasn't arrested or anything for it right and and the news just gets worse and worse i think we mentioned it last episode when we did the news and another person came forward like how how many more people are going to come forward right until this comes out as you know you never want to say it and belittle anything but as like maybe a money grab or whatever that people are saying it's it does not look good for him and 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 i don't i don't know if his career is going to recover right that's kind of where i'm at i'm, I'm totally off of watson yeah, you definitely made your piece there. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I tried to trade him. Some guy offered me a 23 first for him a couple weeks ago, and today I was like, I'm done. I'm moving him. Offered him the same trade. Got declined. So I'm a little late. I, I'm, oh. I'm taking whatever I can get for Watson at this point. Give me any trade. I'm probably going to accept it. Um, yeah. Before I get into my hot take, I don't know if you guys saw this, but Cooper Cup just yep. got aid. Five years, one hundred and ten. Where are they getting dollars. this money from? Where are they getting it from? There is no cap in the NFL. Apparently, everything's not. just a signing bonus. So good for Cooper Cup. Uh, my hot take is is actually quite boring. Um, oh, uh, Pat Fryermuth, we uh, 
tight end one this year. And uh, this will be Tom, this will be Mike Tomlin's uh, first losing season for for the Steelers this year. So those are all of my hot takes are around the Steelers. That's what I got. Tomlin Tomlin one's the hottest. All right, I'm uh I will kick it up a little bit from there, but it kind of goes hand in hand with uh, Friar Muth having a tight end one season. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky will be quarterback two. Year. Is he going to play? Is he going to play it. enough games? Yes, Pick is yeah. not getting the job. I'm, I'm, I'm trusting Oof. in it. I had that thought process right after the draft. People try to hype up the rookie every year. Um, I think it's better for fantasy if the rookie's not playing the first year. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I'm going all in, all in there with the, uh, with Trubisky. I, like I mean, it, Graham. And, and, and part of it is like if we look at drafts right now and where guys are going, he's going behind. Pickett himself, he's going Mark. behind Marcus Mariota, Mark. who you guys know my hot take. I'm not convinced he's going to have the job. Then you start looking at all he has to do is jump over Davis Mills, Carson Wentz, Mac Jones, Jared Goff, and one of Anna Hill, Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, to a Justin Fields. Like if any of those guys drop, two or three of them, he's getting into the QB2 conversation. So I'm rolling with Mitch. I, I trust in the Steelers franchise and the talent at wide receiver um, and in the backfield. Pretty much everywhere except quarterback, but Trubisky can get the job done. For my one league that I have him as my QB2 and a super flex, I hope you're right. You're you're bought in now. <laughs> I'm officially bought in. All right. It's been a good one. Um, next show, be out next week. We will cover the AFC South. We saved the absolute best for last for you guys as I throw up in my mouth a little bit. Um, what do you guys have to leave the people with? I'm, I'm out on that note. Brandon Cooks. That's it. You basically don't have to listen to the next episode. Jonathan Taylor. Just I, I don't know who that is. Never heard of him. All right. We're out. Good show, fellas. See ya. Yeah. Second best guy with the name Taylor in his name. Just saying. Like that. Uh, I, I, I would take some shots on Matt Ryan and, and Michael Pittman. Oh, yeah, probably. So probably. Who would you rather have, probably Trubisky or Matt Ryan? Little end of show thing for next week. Little little teaser. Oh, oh, that's tough. Yeah. I don't know. Matt Ryan all day. I'm, I'm probably taking Ryan. Yeah. I'm who, plays, taking... who, who plays more games this year, Deshaun Watson or Mitchell Trubisky? Trubisky, uh, not close. Okay. Uh, Trubisky, uh, not close. Okay.